Welcome to the Social Code Podcast. I'm Lauren Crawford, full-time dance instructor and wellness coach. And I'm Leah, Lauren's go-to for all the crap that she doesn't want to deal with. You've tuned in today because you've entered the social dancing and you've realized that there's more to it than just skill level. And that, my lovelies, is why we started this podcast. We'll teach you how to navigate making friends, inevitable rejection, building confidence, avoiding awkward situations, all while being a little bit fun and cheeky. We'll also be talking about all things lifestyle, relationships, and social dancing. So let's get into it. Welcome back to another week of the Social Code Podcast. Hey guys. Uh, today we'll be talking all about birthday dances. Oh, they are so fun. I love doing birthday dances. I do too. So uh, for those of you that are familiar with the dance community, I would say that most places uh, do birthday dances. So you've probably seen this before, participated. Um, if you are not super involved with the dance community as of yet, uh, birthday dances are a real thing. Um, they're super fun. And I think that they're just a great way to celebrate somebody and allow them to have their four minutes of, of attention, of like yep. positive, like the light is on them. Yeah, on their birthday. I just love that. Me too. Okay, so we are going to start by saying, okay, how to properly do and participate in a birthday dance. So birthday dance etiquette. Yes. So first thing I recommend to everybody is participate. If it's not your birthday, I would still absolutely encourage you to be part of the circle. So when we say, okay, everybody like circle around Leah, it's time for her birthday dance, whether I'm a lead or a follow, I'm going to dance around the circle so that it's just more people. It also gives you a sense of like people supporting you. Oh, gosh. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, we are recognizing that it is about you right now for these four minutes versus like talking on the side or like dancing on the side. Yeah, or just sitting down. Like, yeah. you've been up dancing the whole time. Be part of the circle. You don't even have to reach for the birthday person in the middle to dance with them or scoop no, it in. It just keeps the vibe high and yes. everything's just like so, light and happy. If there's a birthday dance, the correct thing to do is to be part of the circle. With that, stay engaged the whole time. So what I see a lot of is people are pretty good at at the very beginning circling around the birthday person and dancing. And then once maybe they dance with them, they then go sit down or, you know, maybe halfway through the song, people, you know, don't want to dance around the circle anymore. So they just, again, go and sit Fade down. Out, yeah. And so by the end of the dance, there's like three people in the circle, which started off with 30. Yeah. Um, so it's four and it's not even usually four minutes. Usually no, it's like, like three minutes. It. Yeah. They cut it. Yeah. Short. They faded out. Um, so, Stay the whole time. Like, there should be just as many people at the end of the birthday dance as there is at the very beginning of the birthday dance. So, like someone singing only half of the birthday song. Yeah, and then being like, I'm, I'm just buying I'm it. over it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so, dance around. It's important to smile and stay till the very end. Yes. Um, it's not about you. It's about them. Yeah. And, the, and just the community in general, because yes. these are the people that are also going to be supporting you if you do a birthday dance or just in general supporting you, like smiling at you, dancing with you. If you've ever danced with that person before, you know, that's your way of showing support to them. Yeah. Or if you haven't, it's a new way of actually dancing with someone that you haven't danced with before. Yeah. And they'll remember because they'll be like, oh, you were part of my birthday dance. Yeah. They remember um, the faces. For sure. I, know I do. Yeah. I say they, but I'm talking all of us. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've done it, and other people, it's the same thing. Exactly. Um, 
So again, if you are on the outside of the circle, you do not have to jump in if you're uncomfortable with it. But if you do want to jump in, definitely keep timing. So <laughs> an example of this, like, do you remember, okay, maybe I might be, I say dating myself, but I'm not that old. I'm 32. But what I, I feel like growing up in Australia, like, there wasn't a lot of technology at the time. So it was a lot of, like, jump rope. Yes. <laughs> four square. Yeah. Chalk designs. And by chalk, I mean charcoal because they would set the bush on fire and then there was a bunch of charcoal. You are drawing the cement? <laughs> yes. <laughs> on rocks and shit. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we grew up in the bush. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, like, jump rope, right? So you, there's somebody on each end. It doesn't have to be double dutch, like just single hop jump rope, right? You have to like Tied time to the it. door. Like I'm literally doing it right now. Like you're like, and three, two, one, and jump in, right? So you're not going to not pay attention to the rope going around and just be like, my turn and just like run into it <laughs> and it hits your shins and it's done, like, right? Yeah, like that's, oh. <laughs> that did not work out as planned, you guys. <laughs> right. So in the dance circle, it's the same thing. So if you are about to jump in, one, if it is a leader in the center, it's a leader's birthday. Um, followers, as you jump in, you're just going to step forward to the middle of the circle and make yourself available so that on their time, they can finish the move or whatever they're doing with the follower that they're letting go of. And then they can ask for your hand. So then it's timed so that you it's can an step easy in. transition. Yes. Very smooth. If you are a follower in the follower in the center, then leaders on the outside that are stepping in, we recommend that you really pay attention to the leader in before front you. Yeah, before you um, and time it so that as soon as maybe she finishes a move, there's that smooth transition where you can ask for her hand, relay it, and then do that as well. Yes. Um, another thing is start at light, you know what I mean? And light meaning the moves, you know what I mean? Keep it simple, keep it light, keep it a little bit um, to their level. Yeah, to their level. Yeah, thank you. So if, for example, um, I am there's a follower dancing in the center and I'm a leader and I want to go in, she just finished dancing with somebody, as soon as I take her hand, the last thing I want to do is do like a triple spin. Right. Right? I want to make sure that we are in sync. You know, you never know if the guy before you was a little bit excited or sorry, the leader before you was a little bit excited, going too fast, too slow, whatever the case may be. So give a couple basic steps. And then when it feels smooth, when you feel in sync, then you can start leading whatever move it is that you are comfortable doing and that is appropriate to their level. Right. If you see that the person, a few people before you are leading them through like a crossbody lead or through anything and they're struggling with it, yeah, it could be the lead, but it could also be that they're just not there yet. And that's okay. Just smile at them and make them feel good. Yes. The point of the birthday dance is to allow the person in the center, the birthday boy or gal to feel good about what they're doing. So that doesn't mean tons of moves. That just means really nice quality moments of dancing with multiple people. Exactly. Um, I agree. <laughs> this is the biggest thing. For anybody that's ever done a birthday dance, you're going to be like, amen, honeys. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't, I'm prepping you. Understand that your birthday dance will not be as smooth as it would be if you were to do one dance with the same person. So even if you dance with really fantastic dancers, 
it's very difficult to have a very smooth transition from move to move. Um, so it will be a little bit like Rocky Road ice cream, right? Yeah. So if you're like, yeah, I want chocolate ice cream, you will get your chocolate ice cream, honey, but it's going to have some nuts in it. Some chocolate It's going to have some marshmallows. All the swirlies. Yeah. So that's part of the fun. It's like this fast-paced, like one person to the next type of movement, but know that it's not going to be – Let's do more food analogies. Yeah. Creamy peanut butter. Yes. It's You're just going to have to, you know, go with the, the flow. That's right. It might be some <laughs> chunky peanut butter. Yeah, cool. Creamy peanut butter. I will not sing with you. <laughs> they know from last week. <laughs> that the, the singing bloopers will definitely be saved for the end. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you might it. want to check that one out. Terry OK is our new talent. <laughs> You're also welcome to scroll to the very end of last week's and just listen to the last 20 seconds. <laughs> all right. We digress. Um, so, yes, it won't be a very smooth dance no matter how great it is. Yeah. Um, so just know that. And that's part of the fun of it. Like, it'll feel like a whirlwind. Like, every single person's ever done a birthday dance, as soon as it's done, they're like, I don't even know what happened. Yeah, that was, that was a thing. Yeah, you're on, like, a, a dance high. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's talk about timing within the circle. I say give any um, leader uh, five to ten seconds. Yeah. So if that means that the birthday person is a leader um, and they're dancing with a follower, give five to ten seconds before – you step forward to be available. Um, if there's a follower in the center, then leaders give her five to ten seconds with whoever she's dancing with ahead of you before you step in and do the transition. So this allows somebody to do a couple moves, but not stay for too long. Right, right. My my thing is that, like again, the whole point is to experience dancing with everyone, and everyone gets to celebrate you. If and a lot of times it happens and you see it, people get stuck, right? People don't know when to jump in. People yep. don't know, like, how long you're supposed to allow them time to dance and they don't want to be rude. Five to ten seconds. There you go. Answer. Thank <laughs> you. You know what I mean? So you don't want to be rude, but it's for them. It's They're sharing. We're sharing. Yeah, so for example, um, if I see I, – I do both. So hashtag I do both. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Hashtag team Lauren. <laughs> so what I mean by that is I both lead and follow. So if I see that, let's say Leah is the birthday girl and she's dancing with somebody, if they've been dancing with her for a little while, maybe right at that 10 second mark, I'm going to make sure as a leader that I step in. So if it goes on longer than that, let's say like they've been dancing 20 seconds, 25 seconds, not only is the birthday person kind of getting a little bit burnt out on that on that leader follow, but it kind of defeats the purpose. Well, yeah, and you're expecting, like, as the birthday person, you're expecting people to jump in, and when they're not, you're, like, constantly on edge. Right. So you're ready to transition, which means, now mind you, is that correct? No. Like, you should always, like, do what you're supposed to do with that person, but you're always getting ready for the next person. You're looking around, and it can just get a little bit awkward. So on the opposite end of that, this is what Leah means. If I'm dancing with Leah right? So I'm leading her. It's her birthday. And I'm waiting for another lead to step forward to dance with her. And no one steps forward. 
I'm going to continue dancing with her so that she's not left standing by herself in the middle of the circle. So leaders, you're doing me, if I'm leading, a favor by coming in and then dancing with Leah, right? Like, I don't want to sit there and continue to dance with her for more than 10 seconds because that defeats the purpose, but I don't want to leave her standing there alone. So we want to actively step in and have as many transitions as possible, respecting that five to 10 second window. Yes. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, this is a good one. If you have a person, right? So for example, I'm going to use myself as an example. Whenever I have a birthday dance, um, I will always start off with Dan, my husband. We will always start off together in the dance. And then that gives us our opportunity to make sure that we have that moment together. So just in case there's not another opportunity within the dance, we started off together. So if you know that somebody has come with a partner, um, allow that opportunity for them to start together. Um, If it's a solo person um, or a single person, then, yeah, first come, first serve. That's right. Back to the food analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good one. Um, And that one's just short and sweet. Um, Also, this one is a really big one because – I get all of the time that people want to be part of the dance circle or they want to have a birthday dance, but they feel intimidated. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can say to you is don't be intimidated. And I say that because every skill level is welcome and encouraged to be part of the birthday dance. Absolutely. So if you are a brand new beginner, or you, let's say you've only been dancing I'm going to say six months to a year, so you know everybody learns at a different rate. Uh, and you're like, I don't know all the technical moves yet. I don't feel as though I should have a birthday dance. Absolutely not. It could be your first time doing salsa, and I would say if it is your birthday and you want a birthday dance, we will do that, and everybody is going to pay attention and see that skill level right off the bat and then accommodate to you because it is your birthday. If it's somebody else, I don't care if it is... Like Daniel and Desiree, if Desiree is having a birthday dance and you are a new leader and you really want to jump in there and be part of it, then do that. Go in. If all you know is a basic, do one or two basics and then hand her off. Absolutely. Right? So a lot of times it's almost nice to kind of slow down for a little bit when everybody's spinning you and twirling you around. For somebody to step in, smile at you, keep it simple, and then give a smooth transition off to someone else. And lastly... Keep the dipping for the very end of the dance. I know that dipping is fun, ladies and gentlemen. I understand. But it is a hazard to dip in the middle of a dance and then transfer in the middle of a dip. Seriously, this is real life. have seen this. Like a leader dips a girl, another leader steps in, and then he tries to hand her over while in a dipped position, so therefore there's a moment where no one is supporting her <laughs> except for her spine against the other <laughs> Yeah, so little little tiny um, rotations or flares, that sort of stuff is fine, is Perfectly great. fine. But uh, really save that big dramatic dip for the very end. Yes. Um, 
So if you are that lucky leader at the very end, uh, give a good dip. Then give a good dip. Exactly. A safe good dip. Yes. And I would say the same thing. If you're the leader in the center and you're dancing with different women that are jumping in, um, don't do lots of dips because a lot of times it's very fast-paced and you don't necessarily know, like, if you're grabbing somebody, if they're comfortable with dipping or if they're new or if they're experienced or there's so many different factors. So to be safe for them and yourself, you're always best just doing all of your core moves at the very center of it. And then, of course, at the very end, that's when you do your dip. The grand finale. Yes. You know? Lovely. All right. Now we go into part two of birthday dance Info. etiquette. Etiquette. <laughs> Info's good, but etiquette is what the podcast is about. It's fine. Disregard me. <laughs> so, um, this is one that I'm going to say is very much, first, just good social etiquette, and then I'm going to give my specific Lauren opinion on it. So, first good dance etiquette is... Let your host know ahead of time if you want to do a birthday dance. Please. Please let me know. So springing it on your instructor or the hostess or the, the DJ. Yes. Last minute being like, oh, can I do it? Like, I'm leaving in like 10 minutes. Can we do a birthday dance now? That's not super cool. Like, there's a certain flow to the night and there's a certain energy and timing um, to do those things. So it's not as easy as just like, yep, let me pause this song and just... Give you a birthday dance. So let them know ahead of time. And that could just be like via text message or go on their Facebook and just say, hey, I would love to do a birthday dance. Under the event that they post. Yes. Um, I would love to do a birthday dance. Would that be okay? And then they will reach out to you and connect with you. Um, But yes, to just spring it last minute, I don't recommend it. It kind of... It doesn't give anybody enough of a heads up to do it properly. Right. Also, if you have a song in mind, right, you're able to say, hey, to the DJ, I would like to do this song or to the host so we can prepare it because the DJ might not have that song or have it in remixed or anything like that and then they have to pull from it and it just makes it easier and more seamless and more special if that's one less thing that you all have to worry about so that we can prepare it for you. Absolutely. I love that. And you may not even have a specific song in mind. And I get that all the time as well, where somebody would be like, I'd love to do a birthday dance. And I'll say, okay, do you have a specific song? And they're like, no. no. And I'm like, okay, what dance style do you like? Would you like a salsa or a bachata? And then at that point, they'll be like, uh, bachata. And I'll say, okay, do you want something fast, something slow? Do you like more Dominican style or sensual? And that way we can kind of fine tune. And then I hand that over to my DJ. And he, of course, will pick whatever is best for the flow of the night or what he'll the DJs know their music like they know the beats per minute they know that mid-range fast slow the vibe that it's going to give out yes they're awesome yes they're like so I even done farewell dances where um they didn't the person that was leaving didn't know what song to do um they just wanted 
a certain style. So I told the DJ, I said, it's going to be a farewell dance in this style. And he picked a song that was just so appropriate. It was so beautiful. And it was beautiful. Like he set that mood. He set that tone. So you don't have to have a song in mind, but it is helpful to know what style you like. Um, that way we can give you what you want. I mean, it's your birthday. It's your three to four minutes. Um, we want you to have fun. We want you to have a good time. But we want to definitely be a part of planning that for you. Yes. So you can just enjoy the night. Exactly. Um, and then for a my opinion thing, again, I think that this is good social etiquette, but very much how I feel about it. And that is at my events, I will not do a birthday dance for someone unless that person asks me or gives me uh, the thumbs up to do it. So I get a lot of times where somebody will come up and be like, hey, my friend is here and I really want to do a birthday dance for them. And I'll be like, great, I'll go over and ask them. They're like, no, 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 I want it to be a surprise. I know surprises can be fun, but honestly, this is not one of them. nine times out of ten, it's not appreciated in the way that it should be. That person normally hasn't reached out to say that they want to do a birthday dance because it makes them uncomfortable. They might not want that yeah my you know they might not do well under the spotlight or give them some anxiety or they just don't like it exactly they yeah at all so um I will always ask that person if they want to do a birthday dance if somebody is like no I don't want to do it I will not push I don't like the back and forth like oh come on are you sure no 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 like so if you really do want a birthday dance don't be coy with me. If I say, do you want a birthday dance? Don't be like, no, 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 I don't. Because then I'll take that at face value. <laughs> if you want a birthday dance and you're like, yeah, I would. I'm a little bit shy about it. Then I can help ease you into it and give you comfort and tips right before it starts. Um, but it's always up to that person. And I think that that is really, really important. So if you want to do a birthday dance for your friend, ask them ahead of time. Um, yeah, get all the info. Yeah. And make sure that they would be okay with it first. Yes. So, uh, when, uh, Dan first started dancing, um, one of our friends slash DJs was like, Hey, I really want to do a surprise dance for Dan. Um, and as much as I would love to celebrate him, I mean, that's, what I do on a daily basis and have him be the center of attention and do all that. I knew that one, he was not comfortable Two, that night. He was not feeling it like that night. He just felt a little bit off. He felt a little bit too hot. There was a lot of people like he, even when we just started dancing one-on-one when we first got there, he was like, this isn't working. Like my timing is off. Like I can't hear the music because some people just have off days. And the worst thing you can do when somebody's already feeling uncomfortable and off is to be like great now you're gonna dance with 30 women that you don't know have fun and everyone's gonna be watching you (laughs) right so as much as I was like I think that that's a very cool idea I knew that that would cause more harm than good and so it was always like when Dan is ready to do that if he wants to do a birthday dance or whatever I know that when he is ready he will let me know and of course we will do it up amazingly so big It'll be so big. Right. So there's that as well. And lastly, to bring this full circle, we're going to talk about the why. Why is it important to participate in a birthday dance for someone else? Why is it important to 
Stay around the circle and dancing even if you're not jumping in. Why? It's meaningful. Like, I know for me, it means a lot that people are surrounding me and saying, hey, we're here to celebrate you, and this is awesome. It does. It means a lot because you're taking your time. Exactly. Uh, What you don't realize as well is people reaching out to want to do a birthday dance, a lot of times they may not have family in the area. They might not have celebrated their birthday in years, right? They don't have somebody to then go home to that's going to be like, hey, good morning, happy birthday. Like they wake up and that's it. So that moment for them is really important. And more than anything, as an instructor and a host, and I speak for myself and Leah when I say this, like we take it so seriously because we want everyone to feel really loved and appreciated. And, you know, health is one of those things that, It comes from your mind. It comes from your emotional and mental state. And to leave on a night where you're like, wow, I feel really good. Like that boosts people way more than you know. And that gives people peace. And that is so important, especially in today's world where there's so many anxieties that are constantly pouring in. Yes. You don't know the people, like people's struggles. You don't know what their daily life is. You don't know what they have going on at home or at work or whatever the case may be. And this is a really special time where you can say, hey, whatever you have going on, we're going to forget about it for now. And we're just going to celebrate you being in this world, being here tonight, dancing, like living a really fun life, even if it's just for a few hours. Absolutely. That, That touch, that human connection. Oh my goodness, yes. It's so much. I mean, I've had, I've done birthday dances for people that, you know, haven't been around for a while and they finally came back out because they were struggling with cancer, because they were struggling with the loss of a family member, because they were struggling with divorce, because their kid got really sick, because so many different factors. And so it's, it gives you a sense of community. Yes. It takes yes. a village. So it may seem like, uh, well, like I just, I've been dancing in the circle for two minutes. There's only one minute left. What difference does it make if I sit down? I want you to realize how important you are as part of the birthday celebration, even if it's not your day. That was beautifully said. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So that is our podcast today on how to participate um, in a birthday dance or how to ask have one birthday dance etiquette oh well done leah thank you that's what it's called (laughs) all right we will see you guys next time bye happy birthday to you happy birthday mr president happy birthday Day two, yeah.